0: hope that you are having a good day so far. This week let's chat about the experiences and events and specifically the holidays that mark your year. We are going to break this up into a two-part episode because I have a lot to share with you. Let's take a bird's eye view of your entire year. Let's look at January to December. I know that some of you school teachers out there might view your year in your mind as September to August, and that's okay too. But I think that when you think about how your whole year looks, you can break it up into two things, your regular daily and weekly routine things, all of the things that pretty much are the same every day or based on whether or not it is a weekday or a weekend the weekly things that don't change much throughout the year. Now, some of you out there might be retired and are snowbirds, so to speak, or teachers who have the summer off. This will look different based on whether or not it is summer or winter, and that's okay too. But the second part of your year, aside from those daily and weekly tasks, such as going to work, cooking dinner, cleaning, going out to eat on Friday or Saturday night, that weekly meeting or therapy or class or trips to the gym or grocery shopping and all of those regular things. Aside from all of those are the events, the experiences, the big things that break up your year. These things will be the things that stand out that are different from your weekly, regular routine. So these might include birthdays, vacations, baby showers, big cookouts or get-togethers, and all of the holidays. Anything special that might come up once a year. These things, that second part of your year, when you divide it up that way, are the experiences of your life that I want to talk about. I want you to take a good look at these things in your year, and I am going to ask you a question about them. Think through all of them for a minute that happen in your year. If you want to, you can even pause right here and make a list of as many as you can think of that have either happened in your last year or are coming up in your year ahead. For me right now, it is Thanksgiving week, so we are headed into the next calendar year soon. So pick one year and think through as many events and experiences that you can think of. Here is the question. How many of those things are happening outside of your control? How many are planned out for you? and are happening by tradition let's take the holidays you might have a certain way that you plan and celebrate each holiday maybe you always celebrate 4th of july at your aunt's house near the beach and you go to your sister's house for thanksgiving and then you host a winter holiday at your house also consider vacations and birthdays how will you celebrate those holidays and where Are all of the events for your next year already planned out? How did the events that you had this past year get planned? Were they planned spur of the moment, or the week before, or the year before? And do the plans stay the same from year to year, or do they change? I also want to ask you what your planning process looks like. Is it a joint? effort? Or does one person do all of the planning for each celebration or event? What about for vacations? It's really important to know what your planning process is and to do it in a way that is thoughtful and decided ahead of time for you. Now, I am not saying that the events themselves must be all planned out ahead of time. Some of you out there, Probably begin planning trips years in advance, and holidays are all planned for before the year even begins. That's great if you do that, if you enjoy planning that way, and that's how you want to do it. But you don't have to plan that way if that is not your thing. I just want you to decide on how you will plan ahead of time, but how you decide to plan. Might be to actually not plan ahead and to plan an event that day or the day before. It might be to plan things out the week ahead or the month ahead, or it might feel good to you to plan everything a year ahead. That part is totally up to you and what you like. But I would like to suggest that there is actually no particular way. That you have to do it. I know someone who plans out vacations ahead of time, way ahead of time. As in, she knows where she will be visiting a year from now and five years from now. I had a friend back when I lived in New Hampshire that loved to plan her family birthday parties the morning of. She would invite everyone about a week ahead of time, but then she would go to the grocery store that morning, pick up some cookout stuff, and pack up for the town beach, and then go with the family and the guests to the beach for a big picnic and cookout. She would not prep one thing before that day, and she loved it that way. To her, there was no stress In getting ready until the day came and then the planning was contained in a smaller bucket of time. That way of planning an event would certainly stress some people out. Those would be the people that like everything planned ahead of time. But if you gave my New Hampshire friend the task of planning out a vacation, say five years ahead of time, That would also stress her out. What you feel comfortable with is very individual. I want you to go back for a minute to the way that you were raised when it came to events and celebrations and holidays. Think about vacations if you took them. Family events were they spur of the moment? Were they very routine? Were your holidays the exact same every year? Or can you think of all different ones that took place in a different way each year? How were your parents or parent as a planner? Whether you grew up with adults that planned ahead of time or not at all, I want you to look at the similarity or the difference of how you plan now. If you loved the way that everything was planned or not planned ahead of time when you were growing up, I am going to guess that you might do it the same way now. If you didn't like the way that it went when you were little, let's say that nothing was ever planned ahead of time and you hated that, then maybe you do it the opposite way now and you are a big planner. But there's one other scenario. That might be true. Maybe you did it a certain way when you were growing up, and you tend to do it the same way now, and it still drives you crazy. But maybe you didn't even realize that you were doing what you were raised with. I'll give you an example. If you grew up with every holiday happening the exact same way every year, nothing ever changed, but you decided, that you prefer to change it up and to do different spontaneous vacations, maybe go away to a new destination for every holiday. But you find that you don't ever do it in the way that you dream of doing it, but instead you tend to end up doing it the same way every year. And maybe you never even realized why you aren't planning these varied different holidays maybe it never occurred to you that you were planning it in the same way that you have just seen it done for your whole life. You might be just realizing that right now and it can give you a glimpse of why it feels hard to plan something new. You never had a role model of what that would even look like or how to do it. Whether or not you are a planner ahead of time or a last minute spontaneous person or somewhere in between, I want you to take a minute right now and think about which kind of person you would want to be. Let's say you could change that about yourself right now. Maybe you wish that you could plan your year ahead or plan monthly for each thing that is going to happen in the next few months. Or maybe you would like to stress less and be more go-with-the-flow and be more whatever with how each holiday and event goes. Why don't you decide right now how you would like to be and come up with your blueprint for how you want to plan a year in your life. Just decide and become that person that you would like to be when it comes to events and celebrations. Okay, now that that is decided, let's talk about what things you are planning. We live in a society with dates already established for holidays. You might have paid days off for these, and that is already set. I also want to make sure that you are aware that what you do with these paid days off and these Quote unquote holidays is completely up to you. Make sure that you are aware that these are all somewhat made up. Someone created each day as a holiday. And yes, for the most part, they all signify a historical event that took place on that date. But the fact that someone decided that it would be celebrated. Again and again every year is just someone's decision. I want you to consider that for every holiday, there is someone out there, and probably a lot of someone's, that don't celebrate it at all. And to them, it's just like any other ordinary day. Now, I am certainly not saying that you shouldn't celebrate holidays. You can celebrate all of them and add many, many more, too. I just want to remind you that you can actually skip any holidays that you don't want to celebrate. You might have family members that will be upset with you about not celebrating a holiday. But you do have the option of not celebrating something and allowing other people to have feelings about it. And who knows, maybe your whole family would all love the idea of skipping a tradition that doesn't even feel fun anymore. Or they might love the idea of changing it up, going away instead of staying home, or having it at home instead of going to grandma's house. At my house, we just changed up a holiday tradition this week. We always did Thanksgiving at our house, and we had quite a few people, our kids, their significant others, and some parents and siblings there as well, and then also a few other friends that might stop by later. All in all, it was always a lot of people in and out of those doors, and it's a holiday that started very early in the morning with cooking and watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on TV. And then it ends much, much later at night, once all of the cleanup is done and everyone leaves. Last year, it was really just too much. Too long of a day, too many people in all, and too much noise and too many simultaneous conversations going on at the same time. Have you ever been in that position where different people are having different conversations in the same room, and you find that everyone's just kind of competing to be heard. It was just too much. So this year we changed it, and I am so happy that we did. On the Sunday before Thanksgiving, we did a traditional dinner with just the kids and their partners. It was only seven of us, and it was perfect. There was cooking all morning, Although not while trying to also watch the parade at the same time since it was four days ahead of time. And then they all came, we talked, we ate, and then everyone was gone fairly early and we had a very quiet evening. There weren't too many people in a room together and we could really just enjoy the people that were here. So the day wasn't too long. It was perfect. Now, everyone else isn't left out. We will spend Thanksgiving Day watching the parade and making just a couple of side dishes and going to a sibling's house. There won't be too many people there either. So it will be an enjoyable day where we can just enjoy being together. Then we can go home and it won't be a parade of people in and out either. So changing it up this year made it so much more enjoyable. I am going to actually do a part two of this topic because I have a lot more to talk about when it comes to other events besides the traditional holidays. So I am going to end this episode here with the challenge of asking you to take a look at the holidays that you celebrate. I want you to take each one of them separately and ask yourself these questions. Do I like the way that I celebrate this holiday and why or why not? How much of this holiday feels like obligation? How would I prefer to celebrate this holiday if I could change anything? What about the idea of not celebrating it at all or with other people or more people or less people or in a different location or in a different way? What parts of this holiday do I keep the same because I am afraid of hurting other people's feelings? What would I change if I let other people take care of their own feelings? What if I didn't change it right away, but I let myself daydream about what that holiday could look like if I planned it out the way I really wanted to? And then also, you might have to ask yourself the question of, can I afford this holiday? Am I overspending on what I can afford? Or am I possibly not spending when I actually can afford to do a lot more? How does money play a role in how I am planning for this holiday? Okay, that's it for this week, my friends. We will dive into part two next week when we talk about events and other celebrations. Have a great holiday week for those of you that are celebrating. Bye-bye.